Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We know that across the board on offense right now, there's there's different things that we can get better at, and that's everybody, uh, my, myself included. And so we keep talking about, hey, I, I think I saw it yesterday. I saw uh, I saw what, what Nick said about would you rather, what do you say, would you, would you rather uh, – win ugly or, 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 or lose pretty, you know, and, and I think uh, that kind of sums it up there. But the best part of what he said is that we all care and we all got to do whatever we can to get this thing fixed. We're five and one right now and uh, we're not playing well offensively. So when we do get this thing up and running, which we will, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And so that that's the goal. We know, we understand where our warts are on offense and we get that and we're going to keep working on it, but we're going to, we're going to continue to stay positive as we do this because of uh, where we know we're at. And where we're at. Talking about his five and one team. And uh, we can talk to our next guest about that five and one team and what they can and can't do. Tom Thayer joins us on the Alpamonte Ford Hotline, Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park. You hear Tom with Jeff Joniak in the booth, 780 AM, 105.9 FM, WBBM Radio. We appreciate you moving things around to join us today, Tom. And I, as a man who has watched many eras of Bears football, I would think we're looking at, this reminds me of looking at a typical Lovey Smith Bears team. And that's how I orient myself, no matter what they say. What do you think? Well, I did watch the Illinois-Wisconsin game last night. And I don't know how you want to answer that. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, you know, to me, to me, Lovey Smith was always a bend and don't break type of defense. And then they had the good fortunes of Charles Tillman and his, his ability to create turnovers, and you know, the skills of Erlocker and Lance Briggs and that crew. But this defense. There's a lot more threat to it. There's a lot more concern at the line of scrimmage that they can get to your quarterback quickly in the modern day uh, three-step drop offense. So to me, um, if I was getting ready to prepare against each, I would have the overall concern of the consistency of the defense that Lovey provided and their desire to get turnovers. But in this case, I would be um, have an, an understanding of balanced uh, protection at the line of scrimmage when you're talking about the width of their threat from Robert Quinn to Mario Edwards Jr. is getting better, and then with Akeem and Khalil and Blau Nichols and this crew. So um, I, I think there's a little bit more instant threat to this one. You know, some of those names that you just mentioned along the, the Bears' defensive line, and you know, save for Mario Edwards, who wasn't around, they've done a really good job 
against Jared Goff in the two games that they played in the last two years. Do you see any reason why that won't continue on Monday night against the Rams? It seems like, to some weird degree, Tom, they kind of have his number. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think the offensive line right now is playing a little bit better for uh, the Rams than it was in the last couple matchups. And um, so if you can, um, as you're watching tape in preparation to play these guys, if you can see where their vulnerability is on the offensive line, and then you put together and design a nice package for that position specifically, I do think that you can at least make Jared Galt uh, be concerned about where the pressure is going to come from and know that once he gets to his spot, he's not going to have a lot of time to just sit there and look downfield, that he's going to have to make decisions by the time he gets to his last drop step. And, you know, if you have um, last week in the first two plays of the game, Blau Nichols and Robert Quinn, to perfection, they ran a couple stunts that were, uh, you know, so efficient that um, now you put that concern in the minds early of the protectors, the offensive line coach, and the offensive coordinator. So, you know, early game success of getting to the quarterback or immediately disrupting his flow is helpful. Talking with Tom Thayer here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score, Bears play the Rams, they go out to the Rams. It's hard to figure out who's good, who's not good. Um, you look around and the, the Rams have beaten a bunch of bad teams. The Bears are, the teams they've beaten are, have won 48% of their game. I don't, see any, I don't see any reason the Bears can't win the game. I do fear Aaron Donald and all the all the hell he brings. And I look at the Bears offensive line, and I guess the question, the unsaid thing is, the unsaid question is, are they tough enough? And I know as a former player, you never want to hear your toughness question, but I keep looking for that one go-to play, the gimme play. You're, you know you're going to run it. They know they're going to run it. They can't stop you because you're tougher than them running this play. I... I don't know how you discuss this, but I want to hear you try to discuss this, Tom. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. I'm, I think any, t- any team that I've looked at over the last 20 years, I've always considered what is their bread-and-butter play. And if they know that you're going to run that play, like you said, you can still run it successfully no matter what defense they line up. And, and I, I still think that's an identity that they're struggling for. But it's only not even the response. It's not all the responsibility of the offensive line. It's also part of the responsibility of the running back to trust what you're going to do up front. And, you know, Rosie, the, the thing about the offenses, and I feel bad for backs a lot of the time, is because when you, you know, you talk about a zone offense, you give that running back an opportunity to read the line of scrimmage, where to me, I am always a believer and have faith in the point of attack. You challenge that part of the the run play the most and i think you'll be you'll have the most success with it once you try to create from the moment you get the ball into your hands in a shotgun position or even the transition of the quarterback under center once you start guessing and and thinking i think you're slowing the process down um so to me in the development of a bread and butter or that play that you talk of i think it's complete trust in the the offensive scheme up front and whomever is going to carry the ball. 
Tom, last question from me, and you are a straight-up mensch for joining us today. I know that you're busy, <laughs> and to give us some... I feel horrible that yes, you're giving you know, us you know some what it is? We have a roofing... I'm at my mom and dad's house, and we have a whole team of roofers down here um, from a storm damage a couple weeks ago. And so um, I kind of got a little bit caught off guard that they were coming, but I'm, I'm glad uh, that's the case. All right, well, answer this for me. Can... And drawing on your experience as a player and one who has watched in film for years and broadcast like you do, can an offensive line get better with the same personnel six games into a season? And obviously I'm asking that question in the name of the Bears. How, how much better can an offensive line get at this point in the year? Immeasurable, unmeasurably, whatever that word is, a lot better. Um, <laughs> because you know that's the process of that's the process of an offensive line, a new offensive line coach, personnel getting to know each other better, being so familiar with each other that the calls that need to be made sometimes at the line of scrimmage you don't need to make them because you know that you guys are adjusting according to a plan mentally. But then there's small instances that when you watch a tape in how how incredible how big improvements you could make just by minor details um you know i i think rashad coward you know played a good game but you know you you need but but everybody needs to support each other when you know just when you just refer to different points in the game yeah there's huge improvements that you can make on just minor details and that's whether it's Rashad and Cole Komet pulling at the same time and meeting in the hole and know whose responsibility is whose. Don't two guys go on one linebacker, then the other one makes a tackle or closes the hole. When you're coming out of your stance, do it so fluidly that you, guy, you maybe don't bump with another offensive lineman where you slow the process of the running back down. And so I, I think that you can make such significant improvements through tape and just time play together that you wouldn't recognize the offensive line at the end of the year as what you're seeing today. Great. Well, they keep talking about it. We hope that happens. And uh, doing it against Aaron Donald would be quite the statement. We'll look forward to that. So good luck with the roof. I hope the roof doesn't fall in on you or your team, Tom. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. All right, man. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. See you, Tom. Tom Thayer. He moved a lot of things around. Apparently, they were terracotta tiles on the roof or whatever is up there in, in Joliet and we really appreciate him taking time and, and he you know he did talk about the other things that the, the running backs got to go to where they read the blocking and, and you know there's also other your, your tight end has to block Jimmy Graham you can do that it's not against the rules the um, so you, it does take all that but it starts with the offensive line and and he he admitted, look, there's no one play. There's no gimme play. There's no, we, we're going to run this. You know we're going to run this. And that speaks to the, the frustration of a team that doesn't have, we need third and one. We're going to get it because you cannot stop us and we'll tell you what's coming. Look, the Bears told them what was coming. In the third quarter where they, they had the offensive line in and they had four, five, they had every tight end they've ever signed before. And they're all on the field. And they can't get third and one handing it off to the running back and you go wow that's really everybody knew what was coming and they still stopped you so that's a tough way that's a tough way to go I don't I his his point about Marcus point about the they can get measurably better 
Immeasurably. Or measurably, or whatever the word, a lot better. They can isn't, get isn't a lot it immeasurably? Better. Wouldn't it be yeah. immeasurably? Let's get this right. Let's get the right. it'd be immeasurably better. But you could measure it because it wouldn't suck. That would That's be the true. one way to do that. Okay. Um, so the the evidence that's there is what exactly? <laughs> I guess that would have been the follow up. Yeah. Um, I, I, but but I don't know what it is. It's like Rashad the, uh, Coward. I I think after this doesn't work, I think you're next, Mark. You're going to be starting at left guard next week. Um. Hey, man. I am always ready on a moment's notice. I, sitting on this couch right here, man. Look, I like I tell our boss, Mitch Rosen, I, I am always ready to help, you know, in whatever sure. aspect. Somebody said from the 224, what about the Floyd revenge game? That would be Leonard Floyd. Yes. Number 54, Leonard Floyd, plays for the Rams these days. He has two quarterback sacks and four tackles for loss. So not bad for old number 54. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah. Isn't, isn't okay. he usually? Doesn't he just? He's gonna have his game. He had his game against Green Bay, and then, then what happened? Yeah. If they did the Rams play Green Bay or something? Is that what happened? Two yeah. sacks and well, four they, tackles for loss. That's pretty then, good. Yeah. Or they played somebody from the <laughs> NFC East because that's that shouldn't even count. So, I know, man. So there Bad. were some responses to the <laughs> the search for the one arm drummer. And the 312 is suggested, get off my drum set. Yes. Have Harrison Ford play the Def Leppard drummer. And he's so old and senile, he forgets what role he is playing and switches back and forth between the president and the role of the one-armed man. In the I don't understand! Set. Right. Um, and also, the there's a 309 texture who agrees with me that... that John Bonham would most assuredly be reanimated as the drummer of Nickelback. Period. That would well, be and then, and then there's one that really is really taking me seriously here from the 309. Uh, yeah. Mark's drummer resurrection thought is ludicrous. He says John Bonham would never come back to life and drum for Creed. He uh-huh. is most assured. He most assuredly, the texter says, most assuredly would team up with Nickelback. Period. Period. Period, <laughs> damn it. Period. That high-quality stuff on the tech zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. For real, real, he would have to hook up with the band that sounds exactly like Led Zeppelin. I'm, I'm having a block right now in my brain. I can't think of the name of the band. They're a good young band that sounds exactly Fish. like Led Zeppelin. Uh, no, it's not fish. No, it's not. <laughs> somebody will somebody will text it in. It's not fish. Fish is in a different genre. They're they're Grateful Dead-ish. They're string uh, string cheese incident ish. They're Aerosmith in that is, jam band. Aerosmith aren't isn't Aerosmith oh. the Led Zeppelin tribute band? No, Steve. No, they got their <laughs> own thing. Oh, um, by the way, uh, one other random thing here. This is a uh-huh. a email that I've received, Mark. Comma. I have some dots to connect regarding the Bears. Will you have time, and will I be allowed to share with the club today? Beware of the panda, Toby. Oh well, sure. We all. Our phone number is three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. That gets you if if there's a 
breaking phone call, then our new producer, Jordan Malley, will alert us the Trash Panda has exited the building. And that's also the number you can use to text us, 312-644-6767. So, yes, we can... We can, Thank we you, like texters, by the way. Greta <clears throat> Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet was the name of the band that I was Boy, it's looking just for. Thank you to all the texters. In, yes, I should have. Pouring in, pouring in. Gre- Greta Van They're Fleet. They're so good. They're so good, man. They they look kind of like the band Hanson because they're like really young and they've got these fresh faces and long hair and, and they're kind of pretty. So they kind of have, but then they rock. So, so they don't it's, do it's kind of a cool band. Oh, all right. No, and they the don't diva, do Mbop. They don't the do Mbop. The diva also texted in Grody thinking of Greta Van Fleet. So and everybody's on top of this except like Boom. you and even Mailman Nuts is in Appreciate you, diva. You're the goods. Yeah. She Go was, Dodgers. She, she look, yeah. No, she's a Cub fan. Her mom is a Doyer fan. So they I were know. Keeping track of the I World know. Series yesterday after the... After the wedding, Brandy got married last night. It was it was really um, emotional and loving and intimate, like ten people. And um, and the rabbi was terrific, Rabbi um, Green at Chicago Sinai. And it was just it was it was it was quite a thing for such a small gathering. Dude, congratulations! A, thank you to him. Not me. I didn't do anything. That is amazing. I mean, like, seriously. No, but that's a great moment for you, man. And I, I've met Brand. I think I played softball with Brandon actually yes. years ago at, in some random score softball game. And he's a, he's a great guy. And you. you're obviously a great dad. So that is that is so cool, man. Congratulations. Well, his, his bride, the new Mrs. Rosenblum, Emily, is um, she adores him. He adores her. And that's... Um, what's necessary, and it was uh, really nice. Yeah, really nice joining of the of two families uh, who were just um, everybody got along great. It was really a wonderful, it was a, a wonderful thing. It was more emotional than I thought. I was really over, I was overcome by a lot of it because I'm really afraid of what really, what I, I'm really afraid of whatever might be. Anytime you took your mask off, and there wasn't much of that. I mean, the people gathered in. The synagogue and wearing the mask. All right, take a picture. Take your mask off real quick, and and that was it. Yeah. And, and there was there were ten people there, and and it was um, it was really it, it was terrific. They were they read their own vows, and that and you know one of the things that struck me. We're discussing this later. The the reason Rabbi Green, Rabbi Amanda Green, who I've seen her officiate two weddings now, and what makes her terrific, anyone like her, is, and you see this at funerals too, whoever the officiant is, has, it's good, you know, if it's good, if it's personal, if it's emotional, if it feels intimate, they've listened to the family, if not known them outright, but they've listened to the people involved and they've been able to retell stories, they put their their version of it and We've all been to services of that were officiated by people who were simply there for the check. I don't know who these people are. I was hired. Here's what they told me. And there's not much going on, but this felt really 
this felt like a massive group hug, and I I thought that was just wonderful. And I and I while I was fearful of doing it at this time, and while they wanted to get married at this time, to be legally married, and and they did it kind of smart. This here was their they did it on a Friday, and if everything gets better in a year, then they can hold a party on their first anniversary, and it would be on a Saturday night like they originally planned a party. So I like that thinking, and that's what it was. And um, that is that's very cool, man. And I'm I'm glad that you seem to feel the moment, and that's that's always important because you now you don't have to kind of look back and say, you know, this hasn't hit me yet. My son, it hit you. It sounds like your your son. <laughs> got married and it's in a very chaotic time of our lives and that's very cool man and i think you you will appreciate what i did last night because i know you're going to appreciate this because you and i did it once and we did it well i was out eating meat last night with a a table of six at a nice steakhouse i don't want to name the place chicago cut steakhouse because that's kind of cheap when you do that but um yeah, so we went there and we were we were seated outdoors. It was amazing because it was it was a cool night, as you know, and it was six of us, and that's the max you can have for a reservation. We had a seventh stop by just to pop in and say hello, and and they promptly said, "Sorry, we can't have that." So, and I'm actually excellent. saying that as a thumbs up to them to, to yeah. Chicago Cut, right? I mean that, that they're like, "Sorry," and, and we we're like, "Yep, totally got it." Yes, yes. That, yeah, and that was my point in saying that, that these restaurants, at, at least that one, and I'm sure the others, are into the rules and the you know what the mayor has imposed. And it was like a really good scene in that regard. Like everybody's wearing their masks and the rules are being filed. The distancing was great. They have the heat lamps out there. We even asked at one point, can we move our table a little closer to that heat? They're like, sorry, no, can't do that. So, yeah. It's wow. it's pretty cool, man. It was a pretty cool scene too, just to get to get out and about. Um, felt good last night for me too. I, I can understand that. It was yeah, it was it was a chilly night, but doing doing lots of big meat or meat on spears that we did at uh, Fogo de Chon, meat on spears was always oh, a good man. thing. Yeah. So what I'm, is your I'm philosophy again? You you sat down. And we you had a philosophy. What's this? What's the philosophy that you have when we go to eat? Like the I, th- I didn't parameters know I had that a philo- you set for us. What was it again? I don't know. It's meat on sp- no salad bar for one thing. There's you can't yeah that was one thing right right I, and no plantains and none of the rolls. It just takes up room and you're you're it yeah. takes up room that should otherwise go to lamb chops or flank steak or anything. So meat on spirit. It was the right philosophy. Right, which is yes. now getting out of the out of the meat coma. Uh, the diva, by the way, says she's also <laughs> offended on Bonham's behalf, even though he's been dead for three decades or whatever it is, uh, that he's in the same conversation as Nickelback and Creed right now, and that she has four capital letters that I'm not going to repeat on the air. But um, she's she ain't down on with that either, huh? John Bonham's behalf, yeah. So. No. Look, um, look. I can, now I have to like get my credibility back because maybe people don't know that I'm joking. Like, look, I am of the grunge era. So when Creed came about, Creed was about the biggest fraud that I could have ever come across in my life. So no, I'm actually not with eyes wide open a fan of Creed. So yeah, I feel yeah. like now I gotta throw that out there. Okay. 
So imagine if Bono was reanimated in in Pearl Jam. Well, I I mean I could deal with that. I like their drummer, so yeah. I'm like loyal to including Ed. Well, right. Your so Ed. I probably would not go with that. I'd have to I'd have to look and see what drummers in bands are vulnerable to this. You know what I mean? Like who are some drummers that because most established bands they're really into their drummer. You know what I'm saying? So, Should like our guy, some... like in Wilco, our guy, Will, Glenn Coach, yeah. my guy. Um, yeah. He's one of the greatest drummers in the country. And I just happened to be in marching band with Glenn Coach for three years. And we're friends. So, I like to say that because it makes me feel better. Well, I'm, I'm glad you got to say that. Uh, speaking of yeah. Pearl Jam and Ed, your mutual friend, you and Ed have a mutual friend in, in Theo. And Theo does what Theo always does at this time of year as the embarrassed Cubs just keep finding ways to do the stupid. So we'll talk about that. And speaking of doing stupid, doing or saying stupid things, Rob Manfred was on <clears throat> was on the prowl last night. He was or yesterday he was on with Dan Patrick. And so with the World Series about to finish up, what will next season look like for the Cubs and other teams. And mm. we, yeah, I want to discuss this with you. Good. Stuff we, stuff we went through and what the Cubs continue to do, and they just can't pound the stupid enough. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mark Grody. Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com. Chicago Sports Station. But we had our moments, friend, where, you know, things looked like they were going to be very challenging for us. But we had a good plan. We had great medical experts. And uh, maybe most important, we got great cooperation from our players. And uh, here we are in Texas, ready to do a World Series. Dodgers lead Rob Manfred's World Series. Soon he'll be handing out a piece of metal to, to uh, the victorious team. Commissioner of Baseball, I'll get to him in a moment. First, the Cubs. The Cubs do what the Cubs do. Theo Epstein is the George Steinbrenner of batting coaches, and Termel Sledge is out, the assistant batting coach. It's always the batting coach's fault that Theo Epstein's players don't listen and can't hit when it matters, and they've just failed miserably at the worst possible times. And here come the Cubs to fire yet another batting coach, someone associated with the offensive game, with the batting game. It's just, Mark, it's just, it's head spinning the way they do this, like George Steinbrenner used to go through managers. It, as it turns out, it was never worth getting rid of John Bailey. He was the guy that was there <laughs> when, when I was doing pre and post for the Cubs. He was uh-huh. the first one to go, and I... Never understood that, and I tried to maybe remove myself from him because maybe I was too close to it, and I was around John Maley every day and around the team every day. But I always was curious about that because he seemed to have a terrific rapport with all of the players, and he was willing to go advanced styles of hitting. He was willing to go old school. It seemed like John Maley had everything in the repertoire that a hitter could have needed, and his assistant was Eric Hinsky. And he also got along very well with the players. So I never really understood how that duo or tandem of hitting coaches was let go from the Cubs to begin with. And obviously they've been searching for something better, I put in air quotes, since then.
Wow. That's our breaking call sounder. What was that? George, no, it's our, oh, we got a new one. Our new breaking call sounder. It's there's your heart attack and get it over with. All right. I like it. Jordan, what do you got for yeah. us? Uh, so we've oh, got Toby it. in Oregon. Toby, you're up on 670 to score. Wow, Toby. Welcome back. Hey, hey guys. Hey, welcome to the score, Toby. How's it going? What's up, buddy? Not we're, much. We're well. Not How much. are you? That's the question. Um, are you well? I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Glad to be here. All right. Uh, All right. All right. So where's... what's going on, man? I know you wanted to connect some dots for Steve because Steve is the dot connector. Yeah. So well, why don't you go ahead and tell I, Steve what you'd like to connect? I had this uh, harebrained um, idea. I finally connected some dots. Okay. It's, it's with numbers. I like numbers. And uh, there's yeah. a significant number with the uh, Blackhawks' last championship and the Cubs' last championship. And then I put it to the Bears. So how long was the, um, the, uh, the Bruins, you know, what happened there, how long was that? 17 seconds. How long was the rain delay in Cleveland. 17 minutes. Oh, I believe the next successful Bears quarterback <laughs> will wear number 17. Okay, well, <laughs> wow. That's 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 good. You know when when you say you you're a big number guy, I don't yeah. think it has anything to do with numerals. I think it has everything to do with blunts and something you can roll. So congratulations. <laughs> well, yeah. so that, that was how I made the stuff. connection. Yeah. It yeah. didn't all come I, together, you know, until the right ingredients were added. But Yeah. There there you go. We got news by the way. You you you're in Oregon. We got news that the there is a eatery in Lakeview that opened up called Wake and Bacon. B A C O N. Nice. Cannabis infused breakfast place. Yeah. Nice. I have Wicked. to check that out. Yeah. Well, we would if we could. I've find got a little bit of news here. Been... If, yeah. Well, if we could yeah, find no, some way to monetize. No, I just say I've been told it. that uh, uh, Bears head coach Matt Nagy will speak to the media via Zoom today at one thirty. So well, hopefully we'll find oh. out more about Khalil Mack at that time. Yeah. So there you go. And Akeem Hicks. Okay. And who's going to wear number Hicks, 17? That's a good, good point. Thanks, Toby. Thanks yes, for that insight. And then, yeah. Well, for now, it's Anthony Miller. Yeah, Miller would be that guy. I think that we, we had, what, Alshon Jeffrey. Wasn't he a 17 with the Bears? I'm pretty sure he was, wasn't he? Am I wrong? I think you're right. I think that's right. Yeah. Right? Steve? Also, Chris Chris that's Bryant right. wore number 17. He got the assist on the last out in the first World S- Series championship. In since Still does wear number seventeen, unless you know something uh, we don't know at this point, Stevie. Sunshine, yes, about because they I don't know. You'd, well, anyways, we were discussing baseball and whether Chris Bryant stays yes. or goes. One of the things that Rob Manfred said on the Dan Patrick show they they were because nothing so far has been agreed to with the players that you go back to whatever baseball you remembered before this year. So while he wanted to keep the DH, while he wanted to keep seven inning doubleheaders, 
while he wanted to put runner on runner on second base and extra innings. The first, I want to think. What did you? We've seen that season of this. What did you think of the DH in the National League? A universal DH, Mark. It was great. I never thought about it to be honest with you. Like Ooh. I thought about it beforehand, but once it occurred, it felt. <laughs> It felt really normal to me. There was never really a point where I was like, oh, God, I'm glad the pitcher's not coming. It just it felt like that's the way it always was, which is probably strange for me, somebody who has always been a National League guy. Like, I've always paid more attention to the National League. Uh-huh. I was down with it, man. What about you? How do you feel about it? I, I was – I was. It, it threatened to make baseball more interesting. It was – the one yeah. of the things that, that – Baseball that Manfred confuses is pace of play and and the time a game takes. They're just so it has nothing to do with making baseball interesting because and, and this gets me to the one thing that they're where where they act like idiots is is talk about banning the shift because you can take a four hour game if there's action. But baseball has been reduced to three true outcomes. It's a walk, a strikeout, or a home run. Okay, that's it. There's not a lot going on, and it it go it can go on like this for 40 minutes with with a walk with something other than a walk, a home run, or a strikeout. Be you, none of that, or, or only those outcomes, and that's what you're dealing with. And two things I hate about talk of banning the shift is that you're taking away active strategy. And we always talk about rookie pitchers or rookie hitters making a big splash early, and then the league adjusts, and they have to adjust back. So why can't hitters adjust back to the shift? Why can't they become better hitters, not just sluggers? And and one of the things that... I hate about that argument on top of the idea that you you are making excuses, you're coddling hitters who can't adjust, who won't work at their craft, is that I think you'll exacerbate the three true outcomes. That'll make it easier to just hit the home run, swing for the fences, because that's what I do. (laughs) And if I miss, I'll just get a single where the shift used to be, but it's not anymore, so I can get on that way. And I think you're going to exaggerate the three true outcomes or two of them anyway strikeouts and home runs and i just think that's that's stupid i hated it when the the nhl wanted a limit where goaltenders could handle the puck because you took away a skill and i think positioning is a skill i think hitters have to adjust back i think the commissioner and anybody arguing for banning the shift is just it's lunacy it's idiocy it's not making baseball players become better a hundred percent. Yeah. It's like in any sport, like the, like football, like defenses have had to adjust to years ago, the, the style of offense, the West coast offense, the quick passes, and then the spread offenses, the defensive coordinators had to adjust to that. And I'm going with defense having to adjust because it is always about the offense. The yeah. defenses had to adjust to new rules they've implemented to secure the quarterback. It's part of the game. And I think as fans, it's actually fun to watch strategy with with football. But let's just let's circle back to baseball. 
that, yeah, it'll be, okay, what is the counter here? We all love what's the next thing. Like, even with GMs, with Theo Epstein, when when he, his philosophies of, when he drafted all those offensive guys, like, whoa, he's, he's passing up on Mark Appel and some of the pitchers at the top. Oh, he'd rather have Kyle Schwarber, interesting. Oh, you know, Chris Bryant, perfect. So it, it's, yeah, it's fun as fans. Okay, what's your move? What What's your adjustment? And I agree with you, it would be, it would be ridiculous if and if they were to change how defenses comport themselves. That that would be insulting to baseball because I've been pretty pretty pro most of the rule changes like the DH. I actually like the man on second. That worked out fine with me. I've been I've been for just about everything, but that is is plain stupid. And and it, and it feels it feels like little league. It feels like Little League. Like, let's hey, let's add a 10th position so little Johnny can play. Let's have a short center while we're at it, you know? Like, you're, they're just doing things to try to appease the other side, and that, that just seems Bush League to me. That one seems Bush I, League. I think every, everybody on the roster should play a minimum of two innings. I think that's what they, sh- they should make them do. That should be another new rule. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. we uh, we're gonna take a break. Uh, when we come back, um, I, I kind of I never I wanted to hear what you think about Nick Foles, which sounded like a whole bunch of inability to connect the dots and just sort of ranting, and it sounded like nonsense. And I want you to try to make sense of it for me. He's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Thanks for listening to Saturday Suckage. Top of the hour. We'll talk to Jay Zawoski about what. Speaking of nonsense, we'll talk the Blackhawks about the Blackhawks, and we will talk about something that the I'm Fat podcast definitely needs to weigh in on. See what I did there? Weigh in on? That's yeah. good, man. That's yeah, so, that was good. That's, so good. That's professional radio talk right there. <laughs> Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Don't miss a special Bears Monday on Tuesday on The Score. It's an all-day Bears recap. Listen in as the Score guys react to the Bears Monday Nighter with the Rams. Plus, get analysis from our team of Bears experts, including Olin Krutz, Tom Thayer, Hub Arkish, Anthony Heron, Brad Biggs, Boomer Esiason, and Patrick Manley. Plus, we'll take your calls, too. A special Bears Monday on Tuesday, only on Sports Radio 670 The Score, Chicago's home for Bears fans. Brought to you by Elmhurst BMW and Loyola Medicine. This segment is brought to you by Valparaiso University. We all want to be part of something bigger at Valparaiso University. You can be part of something bigger without losing yourself in the crowd. And you'll discover that making a world a better place isn't wishful thinking. Visit valpo.edu to request information, apply, or schedule a visit. It's football season. Grab your jerseys and get ready for the Bears. No matter how you watch the game, you'll win. With Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi, the official wine of the Chicago Bears. Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. From one for all, please enjoy our wines responsibly. Woodbridge Winery of Campo, California. This ad for Hellsberg Diamonds has been specifically written for people who would rather think about grilling than engagement rings. So, it's dinner time. Do you go all in with New York strips or keep it simple with a couple ribeyes? Well, you can't go wrong because you know the butcher who carries the highest quality cuts. That butcher is a lot like Hellsberg, where you'll find the highest quality diamonds, both natural and lab-grown. All Hellsberg engagement rings undergo a rigorous 15-step inspection so they're the best of the best. Hellsberg Diamonds, a Berkshire Hathaway company.
Batavia-based manufacturer Suncast Corporation is hiring 750 positions across all shifts, including forklift operators and material handlers. Text JOB to 47177. That's JOB to 47177. Suncast offers great pay and benefits, a safe, clean work environment, and has an easy application process and flexible schedules. They also offer training, continuing education, and growth opportunities. Text JOB to 47177 today or visit suncast.com careers. Committed to integrity, excellence, and global leadership, Suncast is an equal opportunity employer. Folks, when shopping for a home mortgage, how much is great service, low closing costs, and competitive interest rates worth to you? At Townstone Financial, it's priceless. Hi, Barry Sterner, founder of Townstone Financial. Let's hear about the Townstone experience from one of our customers. My name is Melissa, and I bought my first home with Townstone Financial. It was a lot of personal attention. I felt like I was very comfortable. All of my questions were answered. Um, It was a very personal, and Barry is very down-to-earth. He breaks it all down for the layperson who is not, you know, usually a lender or knows anything about it. and and really actually cared about me and how I understood the process, I felt that I could trust Barry and Townstone um, right away. Remember, nobody values your home mortgage business more than Townstone. I guarantee it and I own the company. So call me now, Barry Sterner at 312-896-2110. That's 312-896-2110 or go to Townstone.com. That's T-O-W-N-S-T-O-N-E.com. Townstone Financial is licensed in Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida, NMLS 136639, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org, equal housing lender. All right, listen up, people. Someone in this apartment is using too much internet. What? Uh, Amy, you don't live here. Whoa, let's not make this personal. Have you tried gig speed internet from Xfinity? I've heard about that. Can't you connect, like, a ton of devices? That's correct, sir. So we can stream, game, face text, or whatever we want to do on all our devices at once. We... Oh, you'll barely notice me. Unrelated, does anyone have extra closet space? Power your home with turbocharged gig speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity delivers gig speeds to more homes than anyone. Check out our amazing offers on packages with gig. Or get started with Xfinity internet for $25 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement. Plus, ask about XFi Complete for whole home Wi-Fi, unlimited data, and more. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay and 11 Restrictions apply. New performance starter internet 25 megabits per second customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Why so serious? So Spilled your drink? Uh. Quick! The quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading value brand. So you can get back to the party. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. So are you the type of guy that wants to look put together, but doesn't want to spend hours shopping? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple and convenient. Sign up in just a few minutes. Try new styles in the comfort of your own home, and there's no subscription required ever. So, isn't it time to refresh your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Get Fall's best new Jeep offers during Riverfront Chrysler Jeep Dodge Rams Jeep Adventure Days event in North Aurora and buy at riverfront.com. Cars for Kids, your trusted charity for car donations, also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call today, 877-CARS-4-KIDS. 
No matter how early you're up or how late you're running, when you start your day at Speedway, we've got what you need to have a good morning safely. Always fresh coffee to wake you up, cold drinks and snacks to keep you going, plus a full tank to get you where you need to go. So however you start your day, we'll help make your morning a safe one and a good one. Because when you get off to a better start, you go on to a better day. The convenience stores of Speedway. Now get any two Starbucks drinks or Monster Javas for just $5. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. We can fix what we're doing. It doesn't happen overnight. Offenses don't get fixed overnight. Sometimes they don't get fixed throughout the course of years. You've seen it in the NFL. There's been teams that have been bad offensively for a very long time. We're not one of those teams. We're a team that's young offensively. We're growing. We're getting to know each other. We're figuring out who we are, and we're doing it at the right time. And as a team, we're winning these games. And I think that's what's important. Now, we're not going to get complacent and say, hey, man, we're 5-1. and one. This is it. No, like we're sitting there in the locker room after the game talking through it. Hey, we got to be better here. This is what we got to do here. Communication here, route running here. Hey, we got to be able to run the ball here. We know that. I know you're all going to ask those questions. We know that. Okay. That's the polls, the crazy, nonsensical bears. Well, he's new around here. Let's just say that. Welcome to Saturday Suckage, a perfect chance to talk about the Bears offense. I'm Steve Rosenblum, he's Mark Brody, and and Nick Foles is clearly new around here. He just doesn't understand. Um, and he does make the point their offenses have been bad for a very long time, and we're not one of them. Clearly he's new around here. It's all about the Bears offense being bad and never getting good, and when it's good, it's it's never in the top 10. It's never been that. And he made the point it's in his post-game rant about you can you either win ugly or lose pretty. Why can't you win pretty? I don't know. Mark, you, you saw it. You were there. What do you make of all that, that Nick Foles, just all the bilge coming up? It was awesome. I love that. Like, <laughs> after he did that, I was like, I want him. I want him. <laughs> I vote. I went and voted, just like everybody else is voting. I voted for Nick Foles. Oh, no, that okay. I, I honestly, man. Like, here's the part. It's amazing how two people could hear something differently. The part where he is saying, "We know that. We know. How about that?" He's conceding that he knows that there's spots that are like, "Duh." We see the same things that you guys see. You don't have to write it down and tweet about it and shout about it and yell at us because we know we're working on it. So to have a Bears quarterback, an offensive player, now or in the past, acknowledge in a in a loud way that they know some things are bad, I thought was incredible. So that's, that's the way I heard it. I heard a quarterback saying, duh, uh-huh, we know. Yeah, there's some glaring issues. We haven't scored, and at that point they hadn't, right? We haven't scored in the third quarter this year. That's horrible. Mm. We know. So nobody's going to, 
nobody's going to leave them alone because it, we do what we do and fans do what they do and it's all just part of the whole happy game. But, you know, to, just to acknowledge it and say, yeah, we got you, we know. I thought that's that's the part I heard, man. Okay. I've seen the Bears' offense be bad for a very long time. It doesn't get good. That's why I assume he's just new here and he'll be indoctrinated properly. And whenever I hear someone saying, we know that, he knows that, all I hear is your guy, Wani, saying that. He knows that. <laughs> and that's well, what I, I go can, to. I can confirm. I can confirm he is new here, that you are right <laughs> about that. <laughs> Thank he you is, for that on-the-spot reporting. And I will say, to your point, that he is maybe in for an education about offense in the city of Chicago, which in some way, shape, or form has been cursed or whatever through the years. Every time you think the offense is going to be big, think, you know, Jay Cutler era or even when Mitchell Trubisky first started, mm-hmm. it, it just something happens where it decreases or the decrescendo begins and yeah that that is something that Nick Foles may have to prepare himself for but I like the fact that he acknowledged that they know what we know so just let us get it better we know that you know that we know that we <laughs> you know, know that he knows that we know doing. but the idea right. that they take a delay a game coming out of a timeout inside the Oof. five yard line on the first drive I mean it's just calibrating it's just oh. details it's just it's idiot stuff it and, and yeah after all that had preceded this the last couple of weeks you oh my god all right so well they won that's it that's great and now they go play the rams and whatever so we're gonna take a break when we come back there's another team that made some said some head scratching things maybe jay zawoski can make some sense of Stan Bowman's um, We Suck Tour, but we promise not to let it last tour. So <laughs> We Suck Tour. It's true. Hey, we suck. We're being bad. We, we suck. Hey, we know that. Jay, he so, was on the he was on Jay's podcast, as a matter of fact. So Jay, Jay can and James tell Devo, us. the Madhouse podcast. Yeah. We'll yes. see what, what he draw see if they could make sense of it. Uh, and maybe Jay can help us get through this. So we suck so they don't have to, but we've got teams all around us who are trying to outdo us. They just don't appreciate the kind of givers we are, and, and, and I, don't, I don't know what else we can do. Maybe Jay can help us. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mark Grody. Thanks for listening to Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. We understand where our warts are on offense. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.